witches, ghosts, and goblins, and all things that go bump in the night, you are inside. Spooky time with the Black Hearts Club now. Here are your hosts, Ashley and Derek. Welcome back to another edition of the Spooky Time Podcast. After a extended holiday break, we are back today to bring you all things spooky, and our topic today is hotel horror stories right off of New Year's. This is an appropriate topic because I'm assuming a lot of you spent time in hotels. Yeah, I went to Vegas and thankfully nothing bad happened. No bed bugs. But I do have a lot of stories to share that involve myself and also a story from my mother. And all of the stories revolve around one place. One place specifically. Yes. Bed bugs. You just said bed bugs. I know that my sister and my daughter would say that would be the most terrifying thing at any hotel. So I agree with that because the thing with bed bugs is you cannot get rid of them. You basically have to bomb your house to get rid of them. Sometimes that doesn't even work. Burn your mattress, buy a whole new mattress, buy a whole new couch, everything. Our stories from hotels today, Ashley has a few of them. And like she said, hers is revolving around one place specifically. I have one personal encounter and then one story about a famous rock legend that passed away in a hotel. I'll start with one of the stories and the place where all of my stories revolve around is none other than the Queen Mary. I'll start with my mom's story because her story is a lot more spookier than mine. My mom and stepdad have gone to the Queen Mary almost yearly. And two times that they have stayed there, um, one time it was the middle of the night and my mom felt like something walking on the bed and it felt like a cat and she's like okay well there's no way that there's a cat in this room with us right now right and so she like got up and there was nothing there and then later on she felt tugging on the the comforter and so she thought it was just her her husband next to her and when they both woke up that morning he looked at her and he said, why did you keep taking the comforter? And she looked at him and said, excuse me, I thought you were trying to take the comforter. Well, no, clearly it was something else in the bed with them. That is crazy. You know, and you said that happened at the Queen Mary. For the people that aren't familiar with the Queen Mary, do you want to give a little bit of a backstory of what that ship is kind of based around? Yeah, so the Queen Mary is now docked in Long Beach, California. The Queen Mary was obviously used as a, it came from, I think, Southampton and traveled uh, to New York. But then during World War II, they actually used it to transport troops. And it was actually involved in a collision. And I believe I can't remember off the top of my head, but a lot of soldiers died because they were in that area when it crashed. And uh, Long Beach, 
they got it, I think, back in the 60s. So it's been there ever since. And a lot of people claim, like mediums, paranormal researchers, investigators claim that there are over 100 spirits still on that ship today. Every time you go to the Queen Mary, you have an experience that you can't explain. That's why your podcast today is going to have multiple stories from the Queen Mary. Yes. And I can't remember, I may be wrong on this, but the movie Ghost Ship, I want to believe that was based loosely off of the Queen Mary. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I remember watching that movie, but I don't know if it's based on the Queen Mary. Now, I do know that on Hulu, they do have a movie that is called, I believe, The Queen Mary, and okay. it's based on The Queen Mary. And I was going to watch it, but it's probably a movie you would like because it definitely seems like a BC type horror movie. Now, I know you don't like ghost movies so much, but this one is a little freaky. I don't know if I want to watch it. I mean, I could watch some ghost movies. I enjoyed Ghost Ship. I like 13 Ghosts. I don't know if you've ever seen 13 Ooh, Ghosts. 13 Ghosts? That movie scarred me. Why did I it scar you off the topic of horror hotels? Why did 13 Ghosts scar you? Because I love to take a bath. And with that chick who's all cut up and sitting in the bath and then wanting to drown that girl in the bath, I couldn't take a bath for a very long time. <laughs> well, there's lots of horror movies that involve creepy bath scenes. Have you seen one of the original Nightmare on Elm Streets? The original Nightmare on Elm Street were... The girl is sitting in the bath and Freddy's claw hand comes up through the drain. I know that I've seen the movie. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. Um, but no, that doesn't come to mind. What about the horror movie Teeth? That's another uh, <laughs> bath scene. No, I have not seen that movie. Are you familiar with the concept of teeth? No. If anybody is familiar with teeth, you've got to kind of explain this to Ashley in the comments because I'm not going to explain it to her. Uh-oh. Does it involve teeth? Teeth in a certain area of the female body. Okay. Yeah, it's it's completely bizarre. Okay. Okay, so moving on to one of your stories. One of my stories goes back to when I was in my mid-20s and I was staying at what they would call a low-budget motel, not a hotel at all. So for mine, it's going to be more of a motel horror story than a hotel horror story. And uh, I'll just call it what it was. And I I don't know if this is politically correct in today's world, but I'm going to say it, it was a crackhead motel. So we'll just call it oh, what it was. Boy. We'll call it what it was. Call a spade a spade. Anyway, I had hardly no money, so I was staying where I could afford to stay. I stayed in one of the rooms towards the back of the lot, and it was basically like $20 a night. No doubt, this is one of those motels where you can come and get hourly rates for all kinds of fun extracurricular activities. <laughs> but I wasn't there for that. I was just staying there because something was going on with my apartment or something and I had to get out. I don't know. I know the word spray for bed bugs, nothing like that. But anyway, so something led me to stay at this motel. I'm just sitting there watching TV, minding my own business, and the telephone rings in the room. So I pick it up. I'm like, hello? 
lady on the phone and she's got kind of a a whispery voice and she says are you in room 147 and i had to think about it a minute because i didn't know exactly what room i was in honestly you're like ooh, i know what she wants yeah kind of kind of <laughs> i was like what's this all about i was a i was a single man at the time so i was like hey okay what's going on here <laughs> i looked out at the phone and they had the room number on the phone and i was like yeah i'm in 147 you're like yeah baby come on over She's like, okay, click. So now I'm what? like, yeah, now I'm like looking out the curtains, like seeing what's going on here. What's going on? Is somebody coming to my room? I don't see anything. Sit back down on the bed again. Start watching my TV, flipping with the remote. Phone rings again. Hello? Are you in room 147? Yeah, I done told you, yeah. You either coming or not. <laughs> So, it's like, okay, click. Oh, back my to the, goodness. I'm back to the curtain again. I'm looking out, seeing what's going on. Like, okay, somebody's just playing tricks on me. At this point, I'm thinking that somebody's possibly, like, staking me out, and they're thinking they're going to rob me or something, something like that. I'm thinking they put this chick up to no good on the phone. Like, they see a dude all by himself. If a chick calls, he's going to be like, oh, yeah bring her over, and then all these dudes are going to come in and ambush me, right? Did they ask you if you were alone? or? Oh, I'm getting to that part. I'm getting Ooh, there. Okay, sorry. So I sit back down again. Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Room 147, right? Again, yes. Haven't gone anywhere. I'm still room 147. Are you alone? Now she asks, am I alone? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay. She's looking for a good time. Boy, her, <laughs> voice, her voice sounded sexy, so I'm like, okay, she might not be that bad. Click. Phone goes dead again. Back to the curtain I go. Now I see a light flickering in the distance, but not coming from the motel, coming from the wooded area behind the motel. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's trekking through the woods to get here or something. I don't know what's going on. So I sit back down. Phone doesn't ring anymore, but I hear at the window. Did you look? Open the curtain. I thought, okay, she's knocking on the window. Nobody was there. So I sit back down. Phone rings. Hello? I'm here. Where are you? I'm here. Click. Phone goes dead again. At this point, were you freaked out? Yeah, I was freaked the hell out. Tap, 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 tap again. Open up the window. Now the window's all fogged up. The window is just Ooh. all foggy. But nobody's out there. And then I sit back down. Phone rings again. Hello? I see you. Why did you keep answering the phone? I mean, come on. I was At this point, I was thinking it was somebody that knew me and was trying to play a prank on me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's what I was thinking at this point in time. But I should have known better because I didn't have any friends at that time. So nobody would have. <laughs> All my friends live miles away. So, I mean, who would have been in that area? So it shows how dumb I was. But Maybe your sister was trying to prank you? It was nobody I knew. Definitely wasn't my sister. And after the last phone call, there was a tap at the window one more time. At this point, I opened the door. Nobody's there. 
there's just like this eerie breeze just blowing by. So and what the heck was it? Draw your own conclusions on it. I don't know if somebody died in room 147 years ago or or what. And maybe that room is just haunted. So. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Like It could have been. That's weird. And they whispered, right? Yeah, it was like a whisper on the phone. And you could tell it was female? Yeah, it was definitely a female voice. But I don't think she was looking for a good time. I think she was looking for whatever she lost in room 147. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I was looking for a good time, but I don't think she was looking for a good time. So we were all we were all different sides of the spirit world and different sides of the coin of what we were both looking for. That's crazy. That's my first story. I believe you got more to share. Yeah. If that happened to me, though, I don't think I would have stayed there. How long many phone calls would it have taken before you uh, stopped answering the phone? Probably two. Well, see, this was back in the time where cell phones weren't as dominant and prominent as they are now. And if you were in a motel, you figured, okay, let me answer the phone because it could be somebody from the front desk calling me or whatnot. So you automatically answer the phone. Nowadays, if you're in a hotel, because we're so inclined now to, if we're not expecting a call or if we don't recognize a number on our cell phone, we just let the shit ring. So in this day and age, I probably wouldn't have answered the phone. It would have just rung until it drove me crazy. And then I would have unplugged it from the wall. And that would have been that. True, true. Okay, so my next story happened in, I want to say, October of 2009. Again, Queen Mary. But my husband was gone. Um, and so I thought, hey... For how, oh, this happened Halloween night. And so that day I picked him up from the airport and I thought it would be fun to go to the Queen Mary, a haunted location. And they also had their their Halloween haunt going on too. I'm like, okay, great. Let's do that and stay in a haunted hotel. So I pick him up from the airport and we head straight to the Queen Mary. After we check in, you know, we're settling in and because he had a, a long flight. And so we're like, okay, let's just relax before we, we go out for the night. And all of a sudden, we're in the room. It's probably about 7 o'clock, I would say. Uh, we hear the people next to us. And they are, like, fighting hardcore. Like, yelling at each, each other. You could hear that they were like something was thrown we looked at each other like oh crap should we go report this and we're like okay no let's just let's stay out of it let's not get involved so then we got ourselves ready and we went down to the halloween haunt now keep in mind i was still kind of a scaredy cat back then in 2009 so we got down and i'm like no i can't do this Uh, this is too much for me so then (laughs) We go back up to the room. We settle down again. And then all of a sudden, we start hearing, like, moaning sounds. Uh-oh. And then we start hearing, like, the wall knocking. And so Uh-oh. I look at, at my husband, and I'm like, hey, should we try to compete with them? <laughs> but we're like, okay, so I guess this is them making up from the the gnarly fight they had prior. Yeah, if the headboard's <laughs> rocking, don't come knocking. Yeah, and because it's such an old ship, the walls are very thin. I mean, even on newer cruise ships, the walls can be thin. But this was, like, super thin, and we're like, okay, because you could literally hear what was going on in that room. And we're like, 
Okay, I hope this stops soon because we want to get to bed. Now, this was probably like midnight, 1 a.m. So we're like, uh, hopefully this doesn't go on all night. Otherwise, we're not going to get any sleep. It was terrible. It was so bad because it went on for quite a while. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thankfully, there was like no ghostly activity. It was just having to listen to them. I guess he wasn't a minute man. No, definitely not. <laughs> if it went on all night, he definitely was a marathon man. Yeah, it went oh on God. for quite a while, and I was just like, okay. I think I'd rather deal with ghosts than having to hear people bump uglies all night long. I completely agree with that. Because that's just... There oh. was a little, it was a little too much. That's a night I definitely will never forget. Well, I mean, I I can say that I have experienced something similar to that before in a motel before when I was there with um, my significant other. And doesn't seem like it went on as long as yours did. Yours was apparently an all-night affair. So exactly, more power to you guys for having to tough out through that. It was it was so bad. I'm such a light sleeper. My husband didn't have issue going to sleep. It was me because I I hear any noise and I wake up. So it was definitely a rough morning for me. <laughs> well, if it was rough for you, imagine how rough it was for them that morning. Did you see any people walking funny at the breakfast bar that morning? No. <laughs> so, okay, my next story brings me... I believe out west your way to California. And this happened 2009, 2010. I can't remember exactly what year. But it goes back to a famous rock legend that was one of my all-time favorites back from the Sunset Strip hair metal days. And that's Jamie Lane from Warrant. Mm -hmm. Now, by 2009, 2010, all the glam metal, hair metal bands, heydays were far behind them. With the emergence of Nirvana in 1991, it smells like Teen Spirit completely killed off hair metal. And by the late 2000s, most of these guys were doing good if they could play like amphitheaters and by booking like five or six bands on the same bill. But most of these guys by this point in time were just playing bars and clubs back to where they had started all over again. Their finances had basically dried up. They weren't wise with their money, so they were not in a good place in their life. And unfortunately, Janie Lane fell into, into alcoholism and drug use and all kinds of stuff to help deal with depression, as a lot of these guys did from that time frame. Got so bad that he had gained a lot of weight at one time, and he was almost unrecognizable from the Janie Lane that everybody remembered from Cherry Pie. Mm. I guess his demons got the best of him, and one night after one of his final shows, he decided... He had had enough and he didn't want to be around anymore. So he left basically a suicide note saying that because he didn't even have his ID on him. He said, my name is Jamie Lane. I'm the lead singer of a famous band named Warrant for whoever finds this note. And the housekeeper, I think it was two days after he committed suicide, mm. knocked on the door because the first day she knocked, nobody answered. And she thought, OK, he just wants to be left alone. So the second day she knocked and nobody answered. So by this point, she uses her key to come in and she finds him passed away on the bed 
the suicide note on the nightstand. Can you imagine being a housekeeper, doing your job, and coming in and finding a dead body with a suicide note on the nightstand? I think that that happens, unfortunately, quite a lot. Didn't a housekeeper find Whitney Houston in the bathtub? I think so. Who failed Aaron Carter? It was his housekeeper, but that was in his house. Still, though, housekeeper, I guess it doesn't much matter if it's... Right. It's so sad when you talk about things like that, though. I know that when we were doing research, we found a lot of creepy, scary stories regarding hotels or motels, and they were, like, bodies underneath beds, and they've been there for weeks. It's like, how... How do you not smell it? Yeah, how could that be there for weeks? Yeah, I don't understand that because if you've ever had the enjoyment of having a dead mouse in your house, you cannot help but smell that. So I can only imagine a decomposing human body. How can you not smell that? I think something that we will talk about and have its own episode is the Cecil Hotel. When it was a hotel, there was a body found in the water tower and people were using that water to brush their teeth and Ugh. take a shower it's like could you imagine it's no. like Ugh. the water had to taste rancid right i don't know but it's just i wouldn't think there's enough purifiers in the world to purify that water would not have a very pungent odor or taste well and plus the hotel cecil i doubt that they do anything with their water. I mean, that hotel is so notorious American horror story based an entire season based loosely off of that hotel. Well, and and that's why I think we will have an episode dedicated to that place because there's so many stories we can talk about. Yeah, 30 minutes isn't going to do it for, for just this and that. That requires its own 30 minutes. Right. So my next story is earlier... I guess I can't say earlier this year because now we're into a new year. But early 2023, my friend and I, and it'll actually be featured on the YouTube channel. We went to the Mizpah in Tonopah, Nevada. It's known to be super haunted, if you believe in stuff like that. Because there's been a lot of deaths in that hotel and there, there's like some crazy stories that surround that hotel. We were staying in one of the rooms that's known to be haunted. It's a, a woman who was a prostitute. She was actually murdered by one of her Johns. He kind of turned into like a lover, but he, he went on out, he went to on a business trip. So she, was doing her job and was making some money he came back early and found her with another man so he shot her can i just inter- intercept here a minute she was a prostitute correct yes he fell in love with her but he knew what she did for a living he wanted he her to stop but he obviously there's a big surprise when she was with another man go figure exactly well he wanted her to stop but hey she wanted to make money and that's how she makes her money But anyway, we were staying in her room. It's called the Lady in Red Room. And we were having, I had a REM pod, which actually it can detect um, energy around it. 
We had so many hits on that thing. We were getting tired. We were done with our investigation. We're like, okay, let's lay in bed. So we started to watch TV and my friend, she fell asleep before me because again, I'm a light sleeper. It takes a while for me to fall asleep. All of a sudden I'm watching TV and I feel like pressure on my hand. I'm like, what the heck is that? So I wake my friend up and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm feeling like someone or something is touching my hand because I'm feeling pressure. And she's like, oh. I'm not sleeping the rest of the night after that. Well, and she goes, oh, maybe someone's trying to get your attention. I'm like, great. They have my attention. She falls back asleep. I'm like, I can't fall asleep. She's like, it's not me, so it doesn't involve me. So you have fun with that. Well, eventually I did fall asleep. But then I got woken up because I felt something was like touching my leg and I felt the pressure and like tingling sensation on my leg. And then I, I, I hit her and I'm like, Alex, Alex, something is touching my leg. It should have been like, Alex, Alex, wake the fuck up. She, I, she was just like, huh? And then she went back to sleep. So I, I, I couldn't fall back asleep. I was awake the entire night because something was touching me. I don't know if they were trying to lay between us or what was going on, but definitely was not alone in that room because someone was touching me for sure. Do you think it was the lady in red or the guy that got shot? Um, no, he didn't get shot. He didn't get shot. It was the lady in red who got shot. Yeah, but when we were doing the investigation, we were communicating with a, a male, so... Could it have been him, the jealous lover? No, I don't think it was him because there was there was two, two men who were murdered in the basement, and then there was a, another person who was, I believe, a senator? He was, he was killed. Or not killed, but he died in the the hotel from a heart attack. So we don't really know. We also think maybe we were talking with a military guy too. So I know that there's a lot of deaths that have happened in that hotel. So I don't I don't know. I don't think it was a lady in red trying to touch me because I don't think she was into girls. Yeah. But I don't know who it was, but someone was definitely trying to touch me or did touch me. Alex doesn't know because she slept through it all, so. Plus, she's used to having occurrences all the time in her house because she is kind of like a medium, as you say, and she has spirits that visit her all the time, and they'll yeah. try to wake her up in bed, and she's just like, leave me alone, and then they leave her alone. So something like that happening to her is like a no big deal, but to me, I'm like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. I just want to sleep. I don't want to be felled up in the middle of my sleep here by somebody grabbing at me and pawing at me. Anyway, so I guess that's just a few of our hotel horror stories. Again, if you have any you'd like to share, please sound off in the comments below. So now I guess we will change lanes here a minute and talk about this week's horror news. You know we <laughs> So one of the biggest pieces of horror news coming out this week is Disney, and Ashley's going to love this, has lost 
the rights to Mickey's earliest incarnation, Steamboat Willie. You are a few weeks behind because that happened January 1st. We took an extended holiday break so I couldn't mention it because somebody had to go play in Vegas. But anyway, I've been dying to talk about this. Disney has lost the rights to Steamboat Willie, much like last year's Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Now we're going to be treated to Mickey's Mousetrap. Some horror movie probably coming later in 2024, and I personally cannot wait. I will not be watching because I think it's ridiculous. Mickey Mouse, you don't turn Mickey Mouse into a horror character. No, Mickey Mouse is so lovable. You don't do that. Leave Mickey Mouse alone. That's all I have to say. M-I-C-K-E-Y, killing every day. No, stop. I love i love disney i love disney i i wasn't upset about winnie the pooh but for mickey mouse yes this is a little upsetting because it's like leave mickey alone just because he's now open domain doesn't mean you need to immediately turn him into a horror character i mean sure it does sure it does no it doesn't why does everything have to be horror okay yes we are a horror channel we love horror but not everything needs to be turned into horror. Leave I'm, Mickey Mouse alone. I'm waiting for Donald Duck's horror movie. Oh my god, no. I wait. <laughs> I guess you can play Donald Duck, right? If anybody's watching this, please book me. No, leave I'm available. Him alone. I'm Just available. Leave alone. Leave him alone. So you're excited for that. I am not. Uh that's a hard pass for me. But this is exciting. The Bride of Frankenstein is being remade. And production is starting in March. Maggie Gyllenhaal is actually uh, remaking this movie. And it's going to have Christian Bale and Penelope Cruz in the movie. Top line of actors and actresses there. So it should be a pretty decent remake. Definitely overdue for a remake for sure. Well, yeah, because it came out, the original came out in 1935. And I know that they've redone and, like, reimagined Frankenstein. And Universal tried something different where it was, like, called the Dark Universe or something. And they were redoing all of the classic Universal monster video or movies. But it just didn't take off, which is a bummer to me because... I love those movies. I even liked um, the Dracula Untold. That was a good movie. But, like, people didn't watch them. And I think that they were going to remake all of them. But because they weren't successes at the box office, they, like, completely dropped that idea. But I will say I'm excited for... Now, this is kind of changing the topic a little. But I'm excited for next year... Because Universal Studios in Florida, they are opening a new theme park called Epic Universe. And there will be a Universal Monsters like land area. So you know that we will definitely be going there and covering that for the podcast and for the YouTube channel, The Black Hearts Club. Because I'm all about that. But anyway, talking about Universal Monsters, it's kind of funny how some of the characters have had so many different remakes, like Dracula specifically, the mummy specifically, Mm -hmm. but others like Bride of Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and 
Creature from the Black Lagoon have never really had modernized remakes. I yeah, they did do a Wolfman. It was with uh, Benicio del Toro, and that okay. was a, that was a good movie. So I I assume you haven't watched it. I haven't seen that, but I'm correct that they've never done Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I I don't believe that they have. Okay, but 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 and since we're talking about him and other news, NECA is releasing another wave of Universal Monsters Ninja Turtles. And one of them is, I can't remember if it's Donatello or Leonardo, but he's taken on the likeness of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, boy. They've done a whole line of these. They've had Phantom of the Opera, Casey Jones. They've had April O'Neil as the Bride of Frankenstein. They've, I think you even have one of these somewhere. Yeah, I have uh, Michelangelo as the mummy. Yeah. They're, they're funny, but not for a $40 price tag, in my opinion. However, NECA is releasing something very near and dear to my black heart, and that's coming out later this year. It's revealed at San Diego Comic-Con sometime last year, but okay. now more images are starting to come to light. And it's based off of what I love, Ben Cooper vintage-style Halloween costumes and masks. And the line is like Halloween Kids, I think is the working title or something. And it's basically going to be like, four or five inch action figures and each kid is going to be wearing vintage style Ben Cooper Halloween costumes. I'm sure that's going to be very, very awesome. And some targets and best buys and Walmarts do carry NECA figures, but a lot of the retail availability is spotty at best in certain markets. So if you're going to be looking for these, I would start trying to pre-order them off of the NECA website. Yeah, and I think I read that they're coming out, they're releasing in April. Okay, that sounds about right. That wraps up our sixth episode of the Spooky Time Podcast. Hopefully now that the holidays are over, we're going to start getting more on a routine schedule and doing these every week going forward. Also, if you follow the YouTube channel, we've branched out and we're doing a new series over there called Retails from the Dark Side, where we're starting to, in our off-season of Halloween decor and Halloween haunts, yep. we are doing stuff that focuses on dead malls, abandoned retail stores, anything that's kind of in that line of creepy retail, as well as a lot of other cool stuff that's going to be coming your way on the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts, how about hit that follow button so you can join us every week for all of our spooky adventures here on Spooky Time. So until next time, we'll see you on the dark side.